it's time to buy in. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore investment strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm your host, Chris Ragland, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Jaden Newman and Romney Navarro. Welcome back to the Airwaves, guys. Welcome, Chris. Welcome, Jaden. Hey, good morning, gents. Good morning. And a welcome back for Jaden, because last week he wasn't here. We actually had some guests on the show last week. That was pretty exciting, right? It was uh, building a business with hard money. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Those guys were were neat. We, uh, so... Little shout out to Smash and Crash. Is that what they went up went <laughs> yeah. by? Well, we didn't talk about that on the radio, so you're gonna have to clarify who's Smash and Crash. Smash and Crash, Ronnie and Donnie Anderson from Anderson Homes Dallas. They were on the air last week and they were telling us a little bit about their upcoming television show, what they're trying to get placed right now. And they've got this little alter ego. So when it's when it's demo day in their building business, they like turn into Smash and Crash. Yeah, and it's literally them like running through walls and and carrying giant sledgehammers and stuff. So I, the, the optics were cool though. These are, these are two big dudes, you know, they're out there, they're, they're, they're really passionate about their business and they transform into guys. And, and I, I think they were saying like overalls. Yeah. Shirtless, and, but overalls yeah, maybe. And, and sledgehammers. <laughs> Pretty fun stuff. I can't wait to see the show. That's for sure. It'll be good. It was yeah. a good show last week. A shout out to you guys. It was a pleasure having you on the show and uh, looking forward to seeing them at where Romney. We are going to see them at the State of the Company meeting that's going on in a couple of weeks, actually even sooner. So the State of the Company is happening on Tuesday, July 24th, and Ronnie and Donnie are actually going to be speaking, and we're actually going to be joined by another uh, guest from Angelou Economics here in Austin, basically talking about the state of the real estate market in the state of Texas. How many times did I say that? The state? The state? The state, the state. Of the state. And wait till you hear about today's topic. Oh, gosh. It's another state. <laughs> a lot of states. Well, as long as it's not Texas. All right, listen, we talk about a number of topics, but at Noble Capital, we are primarily focused on retirement planning, private lending, and the real estate industry. Those are our areas of specialty, and we've been doing it for some time now. If you'd like to learn more about us and potentially listen to other shows that we've got, you can do all of this online at noblecapital.com. Yeah, and don't forget to follow us on all of the social media channels, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Instagrams. And show us a little love. Say something. Yeah, and also for topics, um, by the way, we have created some of our content for the next several weeks is coming from comments that we've received, for example, on our Facebook page. So if you've got a topic and you want us to address that, please go to our Facebook page, comment, ask that question. We'd love to address that. Yep, we'll be doing that. We'll also be accepting RSVPs to our upcoming retirement dinner seminars. Excuse me, I know we're supposed to call them retirement blueprint dinners, but we're, we're going to be accepting RSVPs by way of text. So if you're interested in attending one of these seminars that we play that we do every every couple of weeks here in Austin, text the word SECURE to 313131 
And I think that's it. We're not going to talk anymore about how to reach out. Let's just jump right into that's content. That's it. Finally, let's get into some yeah, content. Goodness Jeez, gracious. man. Oh, that's a long lead in. All right. So last week, Building Texas, we talked about real estate strategies. These guys are out there building new homes or flipping homes, and we're the guys that finance them. So that was our strategy last week. We talked about how this can fit into your income plan. That's what we do a lot of on this show. So that was last week, Building Texas. This week... The state of social security in America. You have to say it like six times. <laughs> yeah, social security in America. So that's what we're talking about today. I'm definitely going to hear uh, quite a bit on this from Jaden um, because it happens to be one of the areas that he specializes in. We're talking about retirement planning. We're definitely going to jump into that a little bit here. So, Jaden, have you, have you drank a coffee? You ready to go today? Absolutely. Social security is super <laughs> exciting topic. <laughs> Oh, Put me to sleep. Is it ever? <laughs> it's important. It is very important. I mean, listen, I mean, how many of us really understand how this even works? You know what most people understand about social security is that you have to pay into it. They, they have no confidence and it's going to be around. They have no idea what they're going to get. They have no idea how this is going to function. And you know what? That's that's not necessarily the worst thing in life because it should only be one component of your retirement plan. And that's kind of what we're going to dig into, right? Yeah, that's right. Social security is a staple in most people's retirement plan because it is one of the sources of mailbox money that people are going to receive in retirement. One of the things we'll get into is some of the stress that's on social security. It, you know, it's kind of a pyramid scheme if you think about it. It's it, you have more people paying in than are receiving, it should work out fine, but if you look at the demographics of of the population, the the pyramid is slowly turning into a rectangle and, and even an upside down pyramid. So there's some stress on social security, but at the end of the day, you know, if you have faith in the U S government's ability to persevere, then social security is going to be there for us in some form or fashion. They're not going to pull the rug out from underneath us. So I think ultimately people can, can count on social security, but, it's really not that much money when you look at inflation and you look at what it's going to take to have the lifestyle you're looking for in retirement. So we're going to talk big picture about how Social Security fits into the larger plan. Well, let's do this. Let's see what the people are saying. So every week, our producer, Sean, he actually hits the streets. You guys know this, but the listeners don't necessarily know this and talks to people about their most pressing financial questions. He hits people up at random, just ambushes them. And frankly, they're mostly re they're most of the time they're reluctant to even talk to him. They don't want to say yeah, I mean, a word. Have you seen Sean? No, he's a total kidding. weirdo. <laughs> so they don't want to say anything. <laughs> nah, uh, Sean, we love you. Seriously. But it always frames this show in such a great way. So let's see what they they had to say this week on this week's episode of Sean on the Street. This is Sean on the Street, and this week we're going to go out into the wide world and we're going to find some people to talk to about Social Security. I don't, we're just talking about that. You're talking really? about a few people who know nothing about Social Security. Well, well, actually... The only thing I know is I'm not going to have it when I'm ready for it. What do you think is the average monthly income provided by Social Security? My guess is probably like anywhere from eight to a grand. What's your guess? Thousand to twelve hundred, maybe. Okay, actually, the most recent data says it's about thirteen hundred for a single person, and twenty-two hundred for a couple. So that's that's pretty close. If both people are on Social Security. Right. So it's actually slightly less per person if it's two people. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so what do you think the average retired household spends in a year? Like their yearly expenditures. 
after mortgages are paid off, probably seventy thousand dollars. I'd probably say that too. Okay. Well, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's forty-eight eight eighty-five. Hmm. So, uh, I think it's pretty clear that thirteen hundred dollars a month doesn't no, cover yeah. <laughs> those expenditures. For somebody who is sixty-five and retiring right now, how much would you guess that they get from Social Security a month? I'd say maybe anywhere from thousand to two thousand dollars a month. Okay. How much do you think the average retired household spends on a yearly basis? Like, Depends on lifestyle, geography, where you're located, what your hobbies are. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I'd, Whether you're still I'd paying say, for right. a house. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of factors, and I'd say over $100,000 maybe. Okay. How many years do you think you have until you retire? Oh, Jesus. That's tough I'm, to think about. I'm 28. I turned 28 yesterday. I'm Happy say, birthday, then. Thank you. I'm going to say 30. 30? Okay. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. How many years do you think you have until you retire? 20? Okay. i say 20. About 20 years? What do you think Social Security is going to look like in 20 years? Chump change. Not <laughs> non-existent. Just gone, huh? Gone. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> so nothing at all. So what do you think Social Security will look like by the time you get around to retiring in 30 years? It's hard to say. I, I don't have a good answer for that. 30 years is a long... I don't even know what America is going to look like in 30 years, so that's that's really hard. Yeah. Just let that sink in for a minute. For better or worse, this has been Sean on the Street with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Back to you, Chris. I You know what I heard there is a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. People just didn't know. They had no idea. That's what I said, right? I, that's my prediction. It's like, because no one really does, especially when you're talking to, it sounds like he's talking to some of like 30-year-olds, you know, they have no idea. Especially those two guys that were drinking in the beginning. Right, those guys. Come on. <laughs> no, seriously, though. I mean, nobody, most people just don't know, and, and it's fair. It's, I don't think there's ever been, like, you're, you're born with a little social security calculator. You just don't know. So there was a lot of uncertainty, and then there was a little bit of, like, what's, what's America going to look like in 30 years? So a little less... Uh, optimism than maybe what you said a minute ago, Jaden. Yeah, you, it's because there is a lot of skepticism out there. And I like that. I think it was the second to last one where he asked the question and all you heard was the birds chirping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He did. So, that was good. You know, for some people, that that's what that's where they're at right now. They're skeptical. They're uncertain. But at the end of the day, Social Security is going to be there in some form or for, uh, some format for us. But Again, look at the numbers. It, 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 it's only going to represent a fraction of the income that you need in retirement. So as we go on with the show, I want to talk a little bit about what the big picture looks like and how we should be looking at Social Security from an, a retirement planning and income planning standpoint. I like that. That's exactly what we need to be talking about. It's okay to be a skeptic. There's going to be something, but let's talk about how this fits into the big picture. We'll be right back. Hey, Austin, wake up and fly right on Talk 1370. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. 
Welcome back to the show where we are discussing the state of social security in America. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour, and I'm your host, Chris Ragland. If you'd like to learn more about us and other topics, you can check us out at noblecapital.com. Actually, all of our episodes are also archived online. You can listen to them online, but you can also download them in podcast format. You can do that through iTunes. You can do that through the Google Play and a couple of other platforms. We're out there, so we'd love to get some feedback from you guys, maybe even some reviews. If you're a constant listener out there, thanks for listening. We'd love to hear what you have to think about the show, maybe even some future topics. So that's pretty exciting. Let's get back into the most exciting topic ever. Social security. Social security, yeah. <laughs> or as so, you said earlier, so, so, social security, yeah. yeah. You have to kind of, you know. Well, let, real quick, I did another shout out to our one Stitcher listener. <laughs> I'm kidding. We, we do have a few more, but she, or excuse me, not letting the cat out of the bag. Oh. That person that was the first person to download us on Stitcher gave us a five star. So thank hey, you. Hey, there you so go. We are five stars. That's because they only listen to one show. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a bigger sample size. <laughs> the shows are getting downloaded. They're finally getting downloaded out there on oh, the uh, in the in the podcast universe. I actually spent part of my day yesterday to li- listening to the shows on podcast. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. It's good. getting better. Yeah. And you're you you are that Stitcher listener, right, Ron? <laughs> yeah. I am. <laughs> he's the one. He's in this room. He said Absolutely. She to kind of cover yeah. for. Yeah. There's a lot of cheating that goes on in here. Okay. You guys are terrible. I did oh, already man. cheat on on one of our upcoming bits, but that's that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So let's jump right back in. Let's talk about social security. And when we heard from the people out there, I think that was um, reflective of what many people think is: Will it be here? And Jaden talked about it, and he's like, "Well, some version of it, of course, is going to be here. You have to have some faith in our government's ability." which, boy, that's hard to say, um, in terms of being able to figure out a solution, right? There are times when it's very difficult, um, I think, at our government's level in order to legislate and to create good stuff moving forward. But, you know, our government has been through periods like what we're seeing right now before, actually, and has come out the other side. And it comes down to when enough people need something and something isn't working for long enough, change has to happen. So I, I'm, I'm kind of in that camp. I'm like, you're right. It's broken today. It, it eventually, uh, there's not enough people paying into it uh, in order to what's going out. And there has to be a solution. There has to be a change. Yeah. And it's probably not going to be like what anything we've ever you know seen. So it's going to be something brand new, something that's going to be tailored for that generation or that, you know, generation moving forward. It's, it's not going to be the same old social security. It's just, it's not working anymore. The math problem, as you said, when we were off the air is busted. You know, one of the simple tips that I, I would give the listeners is to, to get dialed in and start tracking your social security today. Uh, you know, a lot of folks don't look up their social security reports because they don't send you those reports every month. I mean, every year now, the, the, you guys have probably seen them, but they, they're like a green framed bifold, uh, you know, report that gets sent to you in the mail every year. The, the word on the street was, is that the government, you know, wanted to cut back on, on, on their, on paper, you know, that they're using for these. So they went electronic and now you can log on uh, to socialsecurity.gov and you can look up your, your social security record and see how you're tracking because I, I can't tell you how many clients come in that are not 28 or 38, but the, these folks are in their 50s, 60s, and they're getting ready to make the social security decision and they, they really haven't dialed in exactly where they stand with social security. The sooner you get that dialed in and understand how social security works and how it's going to affect you, the better. And that's what I would encourage everybody to do for, for starters. There's a couple 
categories of workers out there that that kind of get the short end of the stick on Social Security. They they particularly pick on public servants like policemen, firemen, teachers who have a government pension already. There's some rules in social the Social Security legislation, you know, laws that say you cannot take two government pensions. They look at Social Security mm-hmm. as one of them, and then what you're receiving as a public servant is the other. And sadly, many times, the first time that, that those clients hear about that is sitting at the table planning their retirement. You're with kidding us. me. Yeah, that blows my mind. So my dad was uh, a federal employee for many years. So my dad has, he was very fortunate. He has a pension, right? So as part of his retirement, when he was sitting down, it was like, this is where my income comes from. Consequently, his social security is offset by like almost dollar for dollar. Exactly. It's like, if you're getting it over here, we're not going to give it to you over here. That's right. So he has basically nothing coming from social security and everything comes from his pension. That's right. It's called government. It's called the windfall elimination provision. And this, this is one of, of many gotchas in social security where you're going in, you know, through the workforce thinking that you're building up this, this social security income account for yourself uh, just to find out that, you know, all along, you're really not getting what you thought you were. I'll, I'll tell you another one, guys, is you, so, sometimes when you look at Social Security, you see you see how some folks are counting on a, a certain figure to come in, um, but they don't end up getting the credits in that they need because they haven't paid in for the amount of time that they need to pay in. And what we're seeing with a lot of jobs, I think it was it's called the, the – what what they call it, the 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 boom economy or the where folks are having to, to moving to more towards contracting ten ninety nine work well yeah, the gig me. economy yeah, yeah where people are just doing short term gigs or contracting work that's right the gig economy the boom economy gig mm-hmm. economy same thing right so <laughs> pretty much no the, but honestly when you don't pay in to social security you're not going to receive social security you don't just get it. It is an entitlement, but it's it's not just a handout. You have to build up credits, and you have to pay in, and there's a, a, a formula to determine what your benefit's going to be. On on Sean on the street there, they were saying the average is around thirteen hundred right now per person, and you know that's that's really on on the low side. You you can the most we see these days with Social Security at full retirement age, which is right now between sixty six and sixty seven years old. Is around twenty eight hundred dollars a month for single for a single person. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine if you're receiving thirteen hundred a month, you're you're receiving you less than half of your full potential of what you could have received if you would have maxed out all of those credits. Right. So you're saying there's a way to be strategic, if you will, on Social Security in terms of your earning years and when you're paying in to help with that formula, right? That is. I, don't just sit around and, and wait for your ship to sell in here on Social Security. Get get, in, get engaged early with, with a good advisor. Give us a call. We can help you analyze it. And in fact, one of the things we do is we put our advisors through rigorous training on Social Security. In fact, they're certified to run custom reports that tell you exactly how to strategize and to approach the Social Security decision ultimately to maximize the benefits that you receive from Social Security. We want to get into this, especially for couples, because there's still some spousal strategies out there that will help you maximize the cash flow that you're going to receive. And in in fact, one of my favorite things that happens at the planning table with our clients is we find money for them that they weren't expecting to receive and maybe that they would have left on the table if they wouldn't have sat down and 
started to drill down on some strategy here. And some some of the time you're able to do this because you essentially get a hold of them before they retire, right? Before they're finished with the earning years. And I think there's a there's a sweet spot, you know, it's like how how many years out from retirement do I want to be when I want to come meet with you, Jaden? So I I would say the earlier the better. You know, most of our clients are age 50 to 75. That's the typical brackets there. But if we can get started with someone in their 40s or even their late 30s, that that gives us a lot of time to make good decisions and start plotting and tracking towards a a retirement goal so that we don't just end up, you know, falling into retirement and and just sort of accepting whatever life gives us there. See, I'm not sure what the strategy is with the younger generation there, but I could only imagine the peace of mind that comes if you actually start setting a retirement income plan without social security. That thing is just, it's the add-on. The gravy. The the absolute gravy. A that lot, would be pretty sweet. A lot of our clients think of it as that, uh, Romney. I mean, you, you just heard Sean on the street. A lot of people just, you know, written Rule it, it off, off yeah. in, in their mind. So, again, we believe it's going to be there. So we might as well be good stewards of it and optimize it. When it comes to Social Security, there's a lot to discuss, a lot of technical information. We can talk about the political side, but I, I don't want to waste our listeners' time getting into all those details I'd like to talk about what more of what it means to you in terms of your planning and, and how to strategize on the big picture. I love it. Let's definitely get into that. On the next segment, when we come back, we're going to talk about that. How does this go along with other vehicles that are all a part of your strategy? We'll talk about timing. Hang in there and we'll be right back and Jaden will share some of those secrets with you. Now, back to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this week's topic is the state of Social Security in America. This is your host, Chris Ragland, and this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. If you just tuned in, you're like, what is Noble Capital? We are an alternative investment and finance firm. We specialize in retirement planning, private lending, and real estate. We cover a broad range of topics within those three verticals. Last week, we had a couple of guys here on the show that actually borrow money from us that go out there and build houses. We've had a number of people on this show talking about a broad variety of topics, mostly real estate, private lending related. But the core of our business is creating retirement plans, retirement income plans. And that's because the core of our investors, that's what they're interested in. They're looking at ways to establish income streams in retirement. And that's why today we're talking about the incredibly exciting topic of social security. So as always, I've got Romney and Jaden in the room and um, we're just diving right in. We, we kind of left last uh, segment there and Jaden was talking about there's some specific things that you can consider with regards to social security. So Jaden, you want to jump back in that? Sure. I think the, the boxes that we want to check here, Chris, when we're talking about social security are first backtracking for a second. You, you want to be, be prepared early and often and make sure that you're not just going to be surprised when your retirement age is upon you. So again, log on to socialsecurity.gov and download your social security report and see where you stand, see where your score, what your score is, if you will, so that you can start making good decisions moving forward and maximize your social security benefits. And you're saying, and this is a little surprising to me, but even people nearing retirement may not have done this and they're just simply not aware of where they stand. They are. They are. And, and, and that, that's a category of, of, of folks out there. There's also folks that really that do have a better idea. 
But then we start getting into some of these other considerations like timing. What's the right time to start Social Security? They give you a a, a range there. You can start early, you can start at full retirement, or you can start late. And naturally, the longer you wait to start it, the the government assumes you have less time to live. Okay, so then you can take higher benefits the longer you wait to start it. In fact, uh, one of the fun facts that that some people don't realize is that every year you wait to start Social Security, your benefits go up by about eight percent. And you know, when you start to think about that, it's like, hmm, mm. no, no wonder Social Security is broken. Eight yeah. percent <laughs> right. a year—that's a great deal. I wonder what the stat is on the percentage. I, I say that I wonder what the stat is on the percentage of people who take it up front versus at the end. And I'm the only one with the computer here, so I'll, I'll be right yeah, back. Why don't you look that up? Yeah, well, you bad. don't even have to look it up because you you know the way it works. Most people are going to take it as quickly as possible. They want to get their hands on that money. It's like the cash option on the lotto. That's exactly what it's like. Mm. So, although it in many cases it makes more financial sense to wait and let that eight percent roll up continue to increase but then we start getting into the other consideration of well okay if you're going to wait and delay defer social security which account should you be drawing income down from to get you across that bridge to, to starting social security one of the things that i see happening out there this mentality is that folks time their retirement with when they're going to start social security it's like the government is dictating when you're going to retire and you know i think life's too short to look at it like that just because social's full retirement age for social security is 66 or 67 doesn't mean you need to wait to retire till you're 66 or 67. if we get started early and start planning we can get an earlier retirement and look at that social security income coming online when you're already into retirement to then pick up and generate income where maybe we left off with with po- pulling income from uh, alternative income accounts while we were in that first phase or that first leg of our retirement. No, I think that's great. And <laughs> you just said the the key piece there for me, which was alternative accounts, and I think that's what's so important here is that you have to have a basket of accounts. You have to have a larger encompassing strategy in order for this to to really work. Otherwise, if you really are relying on just social security for your retirement, then yeah, you're gonna rely on the government to tell you exactly when you can retire, how much money you're gonna have and what type of lifestyle you're gonna be able to lead, right? Yeah, but, and it's so broken though. I mean, just the imbalance, you it, that doesn't exist anymore. If, no, if it you are gonna re- rely on that, that's a, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, we you heard the numbers. I think the numbers were the average, the average social security single person is receiving 1300 a month in benefits and couple is 2200 bucks a month. The average household spends like $4,500 a month. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, when reality sets in, you, you don't get to decide what you're going to spend per month. The amount of money that comes in is going to decide it for you really quickly. Yeah. There's your plan right there. Yeah. Sucks. And by the way, 4,500 a month. I mean that we're, we're in central Texas, Austin. I don't know who's, who's able to get by on $4,500 a month right, in the city of Austin. You better have a paid off house. You know, and that's where you start looking at all these other vehicles that are out sure. there, like a reverse mortgage. I mean, that exists because you you need an income stream and you're utilizing, you know, your paid off house that you, you worked your entire life to pay off that house to make sure that you've got something. And now you're going to essentially go back and, and bury yourself back in debt to create an income stream out of that. That's tough. I mean, it was created for that, for that, those people that need it. Yeah. yeah. So the last, the last consideration that I want to hit on real quick is, is of course, tax strategy and how this plays into your overall tax planning. The taxes is a huge part of retirement planning. This is one of the, the things that 
we dive into early on in the planning process to maximize the the income that our clients keep because that's really what it's all about. Social Security has a, has a little different tax treatment than other types of income. So we need to consider how this isn't going to impact taxes when we're making the Social Security decision as well. But to sum all that up, what I would like to do and th throw this out to our, our audiences, invite you to come in and visit with us about Social Security. And in fact, we've got a free report that we're willing to send out to you if you just request this. We will give you a great report on Social Security to kind of get you up to speed and maybe it'll prompt a few questions and, and help you begin to think about it so that when we sit down and visit, we can dial it in and start talking about how we can customize this plan for you. Okay, I'll tell you what, the best way to do that is we've, you always hear me talk about, just go ahead and text us for this one too. Just go ahead and text us the same word. We will have a little add on there for you to download the report. The same word secure to, to number 313131. So text the word secure to number 313131 and get a copy of that free social security report. And you could also register for our upcoming events, including the retirement blueprint, blueprint dinners and the state of the company. Um, I will say this though, in case you aren't trying to text in or whatever, go ahead and email info, I-N-F-O at noblecapital.com and we will throw one of the, put one of those reports in your inbox real quick. All right, so back to supplementing Social Security. So we're talking about other types of income streams. So, I mean, some other examples for me, and, and I'm just looking at it from kind of the everybody's viewpoint here, right? So she got Social Security. If I'm lucky, maybe I've got some other type of vehicle that my employer set up, but probably not, especially if, if you're not retiring now, you know, like very soon, the odds of a government or a private employer pension plan are, are like very, very low and continuing to get lower. So let's just take those off the table for now, uh, right? That's almost the exception to the rule. Um, and let's look specifically at what else do you have? So you probably have some type of a uh, retirement account that was set up through your employer, like a 401k, right? So you've built up some type of an, a nest egg. And unfortunately, I see people, these piles of money that they build up, they start looking at those and just execute what I call a spin down strategy, right? So they've got, okay, social security coming in and a spin down strategy. And if I spend just this much every year, I'm good to go. And, and, and what you've told me in the past, Jaden is like, that's, that's pretty common. And, and they make some pretty big mistakes, like right off the bat, they're not accounting for taxes. They're not accounting for inflation. They're not accounting for the fact that they really don't know how long they're going to live. What happens when you run out of money? Those types of things, right? Exactly. So, and yes. then another huge one is risk uh, in those accounts, uh, potential losses. If, if we're in the wrong cycle, all of a sudden that spin down can become a, a fall down. Right. I'm, I'm in 2008. I've done a great job managing my portfolio and everything's been good. And the, the market's been racing up and I've built up this wonderful nest egg. Sounds a lot like 2018. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, right. And I've done a really great job and now it's time for me to retire, but I'm going to retire in a couple of years. And then what happens when there's a major market correction and 30, 40% of my nest egg that was in the market. Yeah. You wake up and it's 2010. Yeah. And it's like, and I got to like, go back to work. I got to go back to work, which I, I that's sad, but I, I want to tell you this. Like, I have literally sat across the table, and I don't do retirement advising, but I do talk a lot about real estate and private lending, and I have sat across the table from retirement age individuals that should have been retired, and they said, I'm getting back in the workforce, and I'm looking for ways to diversify my account because I lost 30 or 40% of it. I did a lot of that in 2010 and 11. Yeah. When times are like this, like they are right now where it's, there's a lot of uncertainty in the air because things are just booming. Right. And, and now people are starting to feel, even if it's just be, because of what's being put out in the media, people are starting to feel like 
this is going to come to an end at some point. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm talking about a whole other cycle. I'm literally there are people that I met with in 2010 and 11. They're just now 2018. They're back. They're having their retirement party right now. And it's going when, to hit them when, again. No, I'm saying they're they're they took them that long to recover. Is what sure. I'm trying to say. They worked an entire decade almost, dude. That, right? That's another little sub segment though of people. Think about that. Those people who had to go back to work and get back to work I, I, and did it, and now they are potentially oh, three, man. four years away do, from another. Well, I'm hoping they learned their lesson, and that's why they were in our office and they're talking about what's this private lending thing. I yeah. can't put my entire my entire you know retirement and investment account at risk any longer. I learned that hard lesson. But I mean, I wish I could say some names on the air right now because I'm thinking of two guys in particular, these great guys. They're in their 70s, were retired 10 years ago, lost 40, 50 percent of their portfolio in the marketplace. And they're just now retiring the second time. Yeah, that that's incredible. And these seven to 10 year runs are they're too close together. You can't do it. You just can't have that happen to you. Don't mm-hmm. don't have a lost decade in your life. That's just tough. The key is, guys, uh, it's a diversified income plan with multiple sources of income coming in that's well planned out with the right timing and tax considerations. You know, Chris, you hit on this a, a moment ago, the the concept of pensions, we talk about this all the time, uh, is all but extinct and obsolete in America. Again, if you're not government, you, you probably don't have a pension. Corporations have moved away from those. So if you're coming to the table, like most people, the only guaranteed lifetime income you have is Social Security. So, yes, let's get that right. Let's optimize it. We talked about that already. But we need to think about the long-term effects of Social Security, too. So, yes, it's guaranteed income. Let's talk about a couple here for a minute. You both have some Social Security coming in. But when we lose that first spouse, the surviving spouse only gets the higher of the two and takes a, a haircut on their income. Mm-hmm. So... One of the first things we want to t- make sure we dial in here is is, is the, the truth that not all retirement income is equal. And one of the first things we want to talk about when we talk about retirement income, of course, is Social Security. But then it's what other guaranteed lifetime income uh, accounts do you have set up? What's your plan for your pension, which is a your defined benefits that are going to come in every month for the rest of your life or both of your lives if you're a couple? That opens up a whole discussion about other vehicles that are out there that can be set up that can provide that guaranteed, predictable long-term income. So once we check that box off, which is is very important, and we want to build that up to a level of security for you to get you all the way across the finish line, then we start talking about other things that are a little more exciting. And, and right at the center of that bullseye is the alternative investment incomes, excuse me, alternative income investments like private lending. And that's a big part of what we do. It's mailbox money, it's predictable, and it's something that can be a game changer for folks in retirement, especially when you look at not having pensions or not having those other predictable income accounts. This is what people are looking for. Do a lot of people think that this is hard entering your office? Like they don't do this because it's so difficult. It's so abstract and out there that it's like, ugh. Is, is that one of the delays? I know it, we're running out of time. It is, and, and we'll get into it more, but I'll tell you, retirement planning, re- retirement income planning is one of those things that people procrastinate on the most. Yep. Well, I, I think we jump into that when we get back. I know I, I asked that question a little late, but I was thinking about just the people that I, my, my inner circle, they're it waiting. Is. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Yeah.
Sound off on the news of the day with the Talk Poll. Online at Talk1370.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. If you just tuned in, both my co-hosts are now chewing gum. We've been exploring the state of Social Security in America. In America, love calling you guys out on that. That's great. Well, I did it just to keep the tradition going. <laughs> yeah, and because I had a giant <laughs> cup of pretty gnarly coffee. Right. Yeah. Speaking of gnarly coffee, and it's like on the way to a, every single day. Rami and I drive the same route to this radio show, and their coffee place is just closed. Like going out of business like, from one day to another. And they, and they had like a five-gallon trash can full of coffee over there and told Romney to just go make some coffee. And he did. And then he was like, how much is it? And they were like, it's free. I was like, oh, <laughs> should I? Yes. Well, now, now I, I did not. I did not partake in the five-gallon bucket of coffee. It was gross. Yeah. Well, so here we are. So, no, we're not about coffee and we're not a coffee review uh, talk show here. We're actually alternative financial experts. And we're talking today about Social Security and how it works and hopefully in concert with other financial vehicles that you have in your retirement portfolio. And that's really what we kind of left off on. Romney, you were hitting something right there at the very end, right? And you were saying what again? Well, I, I was just talking about the the procrastination that really goes on out there. So, you know, in, in my group of friends, nobody's planning for this really. I mean, some people are, but they're not it's not an annual appointment with their with their advisor per se. Right, and they're not downloading. They're certainly not going online on the Social Security website and checking out where they were. Yeah, and right? I and I What's wonder if score? it's because is it because it's so hard? It's like one of those things that you just don't want to do, or is it because I just don't want to talk nah, about J- it yet? Jaden said it. He says I think that procrastination. It's a lot like talking about death. Like nobody really gets excited about talking about this. Yeah, it's the fear of the unknown, and you know you know that you've worked hard your whole life, and you you don't want to hear somebody beat you up and tell you about mistakes you made or what you could have done different. You don't want to have someone browbeat you. You know, that's, that's maybe a, that's a financial expert that's doing this every day. You just want somebody to, to come in and talk to that's going to level with you and help you pick up exactly where you're at and put together the best plan and best solution for you. And that's what we want to be for our clients is, you know, we want to be able to, to come alongside wherever you're at in the journey and help you begin to make good decisions. I, there, there's something powerful that happens when you, like I said earlier, when you kind of know your score in retirement. If you can think of it as your as a score, it's if you're playing a game. I don't know if we've got any athletes out there that are listening. Definitely in the office, this guy or in this, uh, excuse me, in this recording studio. Oh, got a couple athletes. You're yeah. definitely very athletic. WNBA. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So, the anybody that's ever competed in anything. I mean, what would it be like to be going along grinding and, and fighting and putting your, your heart out there and, and doing, you know, everything you can to win, but you don't know the score? Well, and, and so I got to come back to something you said, the, the browbeating that people think they're going to get. I mean, if, if you've got a coach that's going to browbeat you in that case, I don't you can, yeah, you can also pro- tell them to fly a kite. Probably the wrong coach. Yeah. I, and the way I like to describe it to people when they ask me about our retirement planning services, I say, listen, the most important thing for you to know is we're not here to judge you. OK, your life was your life. We're just here to lay out the facts for you and to help you navigate this the best way we possibly can. And the plan and yeah. lay out the plan and, and give you the plan, on the plan and then help you execute that plan. There's no judging on where you are. But to Jaden's point, you still need to know what that score is. You yeah. might come in here with a flunking grade, but at least we know where we're starting, right? Sure. 
And the truth is a lot, a lot of folks have done a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. It's not like you come in and just screwed up everything you did. Right. Um, you know, it's very rare that we come across someone that's just a total disaster. So one of our promises is if, you know, it's the old Texas saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if we have things in the, in the portfolio that are doing well and performing or things you really like, we can leave those alone. But there's no question that we can help make a difference in strategy and planning to maximize your experience in retirement and help you be a good steward of the wealth that you've accumulated and maybe some of the wealth that's been passed on to you or, or maybe it's a, a wealth that's coming your way via an inheritance. We want to make sure that you're set up to win and pass a legacy on to the next generation and go out and, and live that lifestyle with that, that retirement, excuse me, with lifestyle confidence and fulfillment. I see my in-laws. Um, I've been seeing them a little bit over the summer and they've gotten there. They, they were teachers, but they they were planning the, the day they got married. They started planning just good planners in general. And they're in that kind of that 75 ish, 77 year old range. And boy, they're enjoying their retirement. I mean, they rest, they're active, they do what they want, when they want. It's so great. And honestly, if they weren't planners, I think that would have been a brutal reality that would have hit them. Their 70-something-year-old you know, retirement would look totally different than it does today. That's true. It's all about planning, right? Yeah. Well, listen, I think it's time to play Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, where we have to come up with a phrase that sums up this week's episode. So it sounds simple, right? Not exactly, not always, especially if our producer, Sean, has anything to say about it. So, Romney, let's do this. Let's open up the Seanvelope and find out what the rules are for today's segment. You ready? Wait, that's my sound effect? It's probably also you cheating. No, I left it in the car. Oh, that's good. So I had to get it texted in. Oh, so <laughs> I cheated. That's another way to cheat. That's, That's when, all this is. All right, so let it rip, cheater. Yeah, earlier if you heard a little bit of the downtime on the arrows because I was looking for the, the Sean Velope content. You left it in the car. Yeah, so I was telling him, hey, Nerd. dude, send it to me. So, all right. all right, so here it is. I did read it, but I haven't cheated yet. Yeah. Very simple. This week's Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is is six words. Any six words you want, recapping today's show, but you must say it with a smile. You must say it with a smile. We haven't smiled all day in this studio. I'm kidding. You must say it with a smile. <laughs> All right. I'll go first because mine's, mine's generally lame. All right. Mine's um, going to be terrible. Yours is terrible and mine's lame. And then Jaden usually kills us. So we'll just let him go last. See what you got. <laughs> All right. So here's mine with a smile. This is me smiling. I forgot about that. Yeah. This, that's the whole challenge. A six word smile. It almost sounds like a, a you know what eating grin. You know what I mean? Huh. <laughs> All right. Social so here's security. mine. Social security is for all investors. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know. Weak. Whatever. All right. Well, mine is weaker, so here okay. you go. Because I, I had one real quick. I was kind of running downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Social security. Oh, wait, wait. Smile. Oh, geez. Social yeah. security. There it is. Is just the gravy. <laughs> oh, that's so much better than mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. That one was great. <laughs> that was. That was great. Social security is just the gravy. Always that, appreciated, That's going to be on the Facebook. Yeah. Okay, am, am I up? You're up, man. Yeah, you are no, up. no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to say, so I'm just going to make it up as I go here. Well, well, we, we did a lot of that last week. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, definitely, if, if he well, give him two minutes to think about this, go check out Jaden on Facebook. Dude keeps losing weight. Yeah, Jaden, you're looking, looking sharp. sharp man. You are looking sharp. We need to have a last state of the company and this state of the company, like before and after. Lean and mean, dude. Yeah, I did. I saw some photos of you last time, and then I see you today, and I'm like, dude. And, man. and you, man, you've been keeping that up. I'll tell you what, that's awesome. Still in the left. Now I'm smiling. Big now he's there smiling. You go. Yeah, there it is. All right, Jim. Let's see what you got. Okay. Social security.
helps you lose weight. <laughs> I have no idea how that works. But hey, what do you know? The stress. <laughs> the stress. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's well, that's wow. fantastic. I I wasn't expecting that at all. That was what. great. Dude. Last thing I wanted to go, jeez. Oh, Last thing I wanted to go over, and this is kind of the biggest thing that we've got going on here, and we were just talked about it there for a second, was the state of the company. I do want to end the show with a last-minute invite. If you're interested in coming to the state of the company, just give us a text. What do they do, Romney? Real simple. Text the word money, M-O-N-E-Y, to 313131, and we'll set you up with a, with an RSVP. You could bring a couple of guests with you as well. It's going to be a great event. A lot of good content, not just what's going on with the company, but what's going on in the marketplace. Yeah, and that's going to be Tuesday, July the 24th at the Renaissance. So you got to RSVP. Send us a text, money to 313131. Yep. I'm Chris. I'm Romney. And I'm Jaden. And you've been listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed in this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured in this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.